I am so happy with how this looks for the Rangers. We have a pitcher, Jack Leiter, and he is a dude. Athletic enough to get to any ball. And while I do think his hitting is worse than Derek Jeter, it's not that far off. So he reached double digits. The big question has been answered. <laughs> it just leaves it to where I don't believe that the Canadians had a shot. The steal of the draft is Will Taylor to the Texas Rangers in the 19th round after he signs with them. We'll see what happens during his career. It's important to keep his Scotty around, Chris Middleton. It's important to keep his Dennis Rodman, which I believe is like Drew Holiday, another important defender, a guy who's a team builder. And uh, maybe that's P.J. Tucker. I don't know who's the Dennis Rodman of the team. I really don't like the Clippers just kind of sending it in when they're like, good job, Manfred. You won't get many of those for the rest of the year. And you can quote this on me. There is no way the Orioles or Red Sox make the playoffs this season. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, there's, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> You're not mentioning 2006. You can mention the other people. Not 2006. You already took your map shot. Well, it's also like you think, oh, just because I bought uh, the best soap doesn't mean your room's going to be clean. Just because you bought the best vacuum doesn't mean the floor is going to be not dirty. And then you have the Diamondbacks. And then Giants, I have them above the Rockies because I, I don't have a, any idea what the Rockies are doing. Sam Bennett's someone I really expected to be a better player. There will be a Rodgers playing for Green Bay, even though he may not be the quarterback. But uh, it's still unknown there. Austin is giving me the dead stare, so I guess don't mention Aaron Rodgers to him right now. Yeah, so we can compare uh, a rookie QB to a toddler. Corey Perry will give some veteran presence to the Canadians and to just help give some insights on what he did last year. I agree 100%, and the reason why I agree is because this is a terrible trade for the long term. What would you have said if I bet you a hundred bucks at the start of at the end of the round robin and start of the playoffs that the stars would be in the Stanley Cup playoffs or Stanley Cup finals? Hi, this is Kelly Forbes with the Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our 83rd episode where we will be covering the NHL expansion draft. We were going to do uh, NHL free agency video, but by the time we were recording, a lot of the people we we're going to talk about had already signed or had leaked out or something like that. So we're moving. We've moved on from that. And now we are reviewing the expansion draft, which we predicted. And the scores came out with nine to seven. I am the winner. And I was surprised. I was, I'm a little upset about the Tampa Bay pick because I was talking about Yanni Gord in our episode, but I went with Ross Colton, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, but let's start with the first pick of this expansion draft. And that, of course, is the Anaheim Ducks lose Hayden Flurry, the 25-year-old defenseman. Austin, how do you feel about that selection? Yeah, so Hayden is the lesser-known brother of Kale or vice versa. I mean, one of them is uh, much better than the other. I think Hayden's a good one. Hayden is the one who's had more NHL experience and has definitely uh, been introduced to the uh, the game more than his brother, who's had sparingly been played uh, during his uh, career. Uh, I think it's cool that they got reunited uh, with Seattle, but uh, 
I don't think it's a bad pick. Obviously, neither of us got this right. We really did not expect this as uh, I, I thought they were going to go a different route, but they decided to take a defenseman here, and I, I think it'll work out in the future. You can never take too many defensemen, and I mentioned that beforehand. Yeah, that's very true, and I'm pretty sure Seattle did take that route. Um, they had a lot more defensemen because they were minimum. They only they only selected three goalies. Um, and then so they were high on forwards and defensemen, I'm pretty sure. Now we move on to the Arizona Coyotes pick where they, the Seattle Kraken, selected Tyler Pitlick, the 29-year-old forward, but then traded him away to, um, can you name the team often? Tyler Pitlick was traded away to Ottawa? He was actually... He's actually got traded to the Calgary Flames. I knew it was a red team. I just couldn't remember the red team. It's close. But uh, th- this sucks for me for the same reason as the Yanni Gord thing. I, well, I, I don't think I mentioned it. I was like that that close to saying, yeah, they're going to take Tyler Pitlick. And then I didn't go with my gut, and that's sometimes how it works. Um, and there was a lot of these that I was very close to going one way or the other, and ended up going the other way and I'm not mad about that. That's how an expansion draft works. So uh I think it's good. I think they got a fourth round pick for Tyler Pitlick. I, I believe think. you are correct. Uh yes, it is a fourth round pick in the twenty twenty two NHL draft. That's not the yep. one that just happened, right? That no, the th- that's the next one, yep. Okay. Okay. So that makes more sense because this year was impacted by COVID. So mm-hmm. fourth round pick, in my opinion, is going to be better then. And I also think it's a stack draft considering COVID speaking right now, COVID should be over by then. So scouting should be much better, but let's move on to greener pastures for you often. As we talk about that pick that you got right. I don't know how you feel about it though, because it's Jeremy loves on the 24 year old defenseman. How do you feel about that pick? Yeah, so Lauzon, I think, was one of the more obvious choices. Um, I was almost 100% sure. That and Drieger were the two that I was like, yeah, they're they're taking them. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, and uh, I'm sad. Jamin Lauzon is going to be a great young defenseman in this league next year and uh, will probably progress to be almost, uh, if not the, one of the best, uh, definitely among the best defensemen in the league. And, as a Boston fan myself, I'm sad to see him go. But, again, that's how the expansion draft works. And Seattle got a good one here. Take care of him. Yeah, we will see. He has not been traded yet, so no plans in him. And, as you mentioned, he'd probably be a good defenseman for him this season. Now we move on to the Buffalo Sabres, who select another defenseman, same age as Jeremy Lazon, and that's Will Borgen. How do you feel about this pickup? Yeah, so this is one that you predicted and then uh, it's another one that I thought about. And I really thought against it because uh, Borgen was a guy that I really didn't think that were in the future plans of this team. And uh, while he is a good young player, uh, I wouldn't be surprised uh, surprised if they move off of him. Uh, and what they do with that, maybe getting another player that is uh, for the future or getting draft prospects or something like that could be in the works. But uh He's a good young player. I just don't know if he's in the future prospects for this team, especially as maybe they try to pull off of Vegas and be competitive right out of the gate. Yeah, I think 
they're not going to go to the extent of Vegas, but I think given their more recent moves like um, Grubauer just signing with them, um, I think they're going to push for that. And another pick that I got right is the Calgary Leaf Flames picking up Mark Giordano, who's the oldest player Seattle drafted, and I believe he's going to be the captain, but a good player to help anchor that defensive line, as I mentioned in the prediction video. How do you feel about him? Yeah, he was another guy who was there in person, um, got to show off the new Seattle unis and uh, introduce many of the players there. Um, I'm not really surprised that they took him, even though I didn't think that's uh, where they were going to go. I thought they would save some cap. I think I said in the video, though, that it would not surprise me necessarily if they did choose him, and they did. So, uh, I mean, uh, obviously won the Norris in 1819 when Calgary had a great regular season, and uh, they're hoping for that Mark Giordano uh, next season. Yep, and they've got a strong defense and definitely now a strong goalie, goalies in the net. But let's move on to the Carolina Hurricanes when the Seattle Kraken took Morgan Geeky, the 23-year-old forward. So this is the first time we're talking about a forward. And how do you feel about this pick? Yeah, so Morgan Geeky is a good player. And uh, while I didn't have them taking him because I thought they were going to go Jake Bean, I guess they had other young defensemen higher up on their list, which I disagree with. But uh, they do pick up a center here, and uh, Morgan Geeky is a good uh, bottom six forward for the future. Yeah, and they did a lot of future stuff, but they've also made some moves um, to win now. But now we move on to the Blackhawks, where they lost John Quinneville, the 25-year-old forward. So still relatively young players. How do you feel about him? Yeah, and obviously, I don't know if you knew this, but he's related to the coach of the Florida Panthers, Joel Quin uh, Quinville. So uh, there are, I think that's his uncle. Joel Quinville is John Quinville's uncle. And Quinville's not played that many games uh, so far this season. Maybe it's his cousin. No, I think it's his uncle. Could be his cousin. I don't really know. But, uh, uh, yeah, there still uh, needs to be a lot of things done. Uh, he's mostly a... Uh, AHL player, but we'll see if he's in the future for their team and if they saw something in him that most people didn't. And uh, Quinneville's father is the brother. Yes, yeah, so uncle. I don't know why yeah. the article I'm reading just didn't say uncle. <laughs> it's like Quinneville's father is the brother of former Chicago head coach Joel Quinneville. Who's currently the head coach of the Florida Panthers, so yeah. I don't know why they didn't say just uncle. <laughs> and I had to do that math in my head or relationship stuff. Now we move on to Colorado Avalanche. Landis Cog was not picked, and JT Comfort was not picked for me, so we missed out on this one. And Colorado Avalanche select the 29-year-old forward, Junis Donskoy, who's the former Shark and Avs player, and he has been a consistent 30-point producer. So Kraken are hoping he can do this with them for – the rest of the time he's with them. How do you feel about this? Yeah, I love this pick. Uh, Don Scorey was another guy that I was close to picking, but again, didn't see them going down that route because I thought they were going to take Landis God. He was the Mark Giordano of my mock draft. So uh, um, they obviously didn't go that route. And uh, Don Scorey was a great player that, like you said, uh, was a major part of the, the Sharks during some of their runs and obviously during the Avalanche's run this past couple seasons. So 
Um, I think he'll be a very impactful player for them as the Seattle gets their uh, season going. Yes, I agree with that sentiment. Now we move on to the Columbus Blue Jackets. They go back to the defensive side and select the 27-year-old defenseman Gavin Bayreuther, who I believe we none of us picked as... So we missed on that one again. A lot of misses, but there were some wins. We'll get some more on those later. How do you feel about this pick? Yeah, so uh, this is another one of those young guys that I really did not think were going to be chosen uh, necessarily. I had other young players going, but we knew generally what type of players they were going to take, either old veterans who had a lot of experience or young players that had a small cap hit, and here's another guy that just fits that exact same quota. Very true. Now we move on to the Dallas Stars. This is one we both got correct, and that, of course, is Jamie Alexiak, the 20-year-old defenseman, who is a great pickup. You got Giordano, you've talked about other defensemen, and then you have Alexiak. And Alexiak also signed a five-year, $23 million contract with the Kraken, so they had negotiated with him um, but because he was an unrestricted free agent this year. But a really nice pickup, as Jamie Alexiak has had some great offensive bursts, but he's also a great defenseman. I believe he had a big goal against Calgary um, two years ago in the playoffs um, to win it. Um, how do you feel about this pick? Yeah, I think it was about this time last year. Uh, I mean, I know the playoffs started in August, so it was less than a year ago, despite the fact that it was in not this past season, but the season before that, the 2020 playoff run, they ended up going to the Stanley Cup Finals, which is crazy because that was less than a year ago from when we're talking right now. So uh, it's two seasons ago, less than one year ago. Uh, weird to say that, but yeah, the Stars are sad to see him go, and obviously they picked up a defenseman during free agency that we will go over later uh, to help fill that void. Yeah, and that brightened my day, and then it got ruined a few hours, a few minutes ago, but we won't talk about that. Now we go on to the Detroit Red Wings, who they lost to the Seattle Kraken, and that's Dennis Chilowski, the 23-year-old defenseman. So we, none of us – you actually had him being picked. So that's another correct pick for you. Um, how do you feel about this pick? Yeah, Dennis Chilowski is a great young defenseman, and – there were a couple young defensemen that uh, could have been taken from uh, a Detroit, Troy Setcher being one of them, but I thought Chalowski was the best of the group, and Seattle agreed with me. Um, I do think he'll be in the future plans. Him, Lauzon, two young guys being paid cheap, and uh, should be the backbone of this team five years down the line. Now we go to another pick you got correct, and that's the Seattle Kraken selecting Adam Larson from the Edmonton Oilers, the former top-five pick. And he has been a dependable defenseman, so another defenseman to add to um, a pretty strong blue line for the Kraken. How do you feel about this? Yeah, this was another one that I had heard rumors of before, so I was pretty certain that this is how it was going to turn out. Um, I like I like this move. Adam Larson's one of the like middle aged, like you have Giordano, one of the older defensemen. You have Cholowski and Lazlan, younger defensemen, and you have Larson, who should be close to his prime. So. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he is a top-pairing guy or second-pairing guy, top-four defenseman, to be honest. Uh, no way he's bottom-pairing uh, uh, in my eyes. Uh, but he will be probably uh, top-pairing top with either Giordano or another guy that they picked up. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do, but I, I really like this pick. 
Now we go to a third straight pick where you are correct, and this is one I also predicted because it had leaked out, and that was Chris Drieger, the former goalie for the Panthers, signing with um, Seattle after they'd before they drafted him. It's confusing to say the logistics, but once they decided to draft him, there was already a deal made, which has caused the reports, and it is a three-year deal that was worth over $10 million. So this is a great um, person to have a net for the Kraken. And how do you, any more thoughts? Yeah, so Drieger was definitely a great uh, goaltender last year with uh, Florida. And once they uh, knew that they couldn't protect him because Bobrovsky was not going to raise his no movement clause, it was pretty obvious that they were going to take him anyway. And so all they had to do was just talk to him and let him know, hey, come fly to Seattle, we're going to take you. And that's really how it worked out. They got a new deal. And uh, I expect him to be the top goaltender for him despite the fact that they just picked up another great goaltender in free agency. Uh, it's going to be a close battle. Really? I, I was going to go with Grubauer. Um, I, then... I think Drieger... It's really close. Grubauer's really good, but uh, Drieger's younger and I think has much more of a future. But next season, we'll have to see what happens. That's one of the best tandems in the NHL already, and they just started the team, so... Yeah, it's a good problem to have, though, to decide which one of those guys. I'm sure uh, – I'm pretty sure Vegas would like to have that. Do you agree or no? I mean, Vegas had that issue, and they decided to trade uh, Flurry to the Blackhawks, and that may have ended his career. We'll have to see if he does end up deciding to play for the Blackhawks. And if they do, uh, that will heavily impact my predictions before the season starts. I echo that same sentiment. Uh, a lot of stuff happening that are affecting my things, but it's off season, so it should. Now we go on to the Los Angeles Kings pick. That is Curtis McDermott, who is a guy that I believe you had selecting. No, I'm correct. I'm wrong. Uh, none of us had us selecting this person, but he is a 27-year-old defenseman. How do you feel about this addition to the Seattle Kraken? Yeah, I think the reason why he got confused is because he was one of the guys I think I mentioned in the other video, and uh, I believe that I was very close to choosing McDermott, so um, I'm not surprised by the pick. I like the choice, and uh, I think he'll be a good defenseman, or maybe they decide to move him. We'll have to see what happens because they do have a surplus of defensemen right now, but uh, I, I like the pick. I echo that same sentiment. Now we move on to the Minnesota Wild. You and I both had a cup. I can't Capo say that. Capo Kakinen. Capo Kakinen. Capo um, Kakinen. And the Minnesota Wild went defensively again with the 26-year-old defenseman Carson Salsi. So they just have a stockpile of people's last names that I cannot pronounce. Yeah, it's Carson Soucy. Uh, but uh, I, I, I like the choice. I would have still gone with Kakinen. I feel like Kakinen is actually better than uh, Banachek, who they did end up trading back to Washington earlier today for a second round pick. I'm not sure if you saw that, Kevin. You seemed like you didn't see that. But uh, Vanacek obviously got chosen. We'll get to him later. But I thought that Kokkinen was better than Vanacek last year and will be better in the future. Yeah, I was shocked because I did not know about Vanacek. That's sad, but he still would me a point. We'll get to him later. Now we will move on to the Montreal Canadiens. We mentioned it earlier, but they select the Seattle Kraken select the Cave. Kale Flurry, the 22-year-old defenseman. So another defenseman, maybe a possible pairing with Hayden Flurry. Um, too bad they couldn't get 
Um, uh, oh, I was thinking of Mark Andre Fleury. I was thinking of Carey Price. My bad. Maybe they can. But uh, how do you feel about this? Yeah, it's weird because the first time through with the expansion draft in our uh, lifetime was uh, Vegas, and they got one flurry, and they almost won a cup. And maybe getting two flurries wins you a cup. I don't know. Uh, but they're, they're trying it out, and maybe, like you said, they pair up, and we'll have to see what happens. But obviously, both you and I thought that Carey Price would be leaving the Canadians and moving on to Seattle, but uh, that's obviously not what occurred. Yep, and also two flurries make for a great snack if you want one from DQ or Brahms or whatever. Um, but now we can move on to the Nashville Predators. Cal, Cal Yarnrock, the 29-year-old forward, was selected, and he was a key member of the Preds' 2017 Stanley Cup final team, so adding some experience, more experience this time on the front line. And I believe none of us had this pick going well or we did not choose him in our picks but how do you feel about this pick yeah so uh Kyle Yonrock is definitely a guy that I I I have a lot of respect for like you said uh he is somebody who uh uh was on that team that made it to the finals I I found it interesting that they had uh Marshawn Lynch announce uh the pick for getting uh, Cal Yon, uh, Yonrock at the uh, draft. Um, but I like this choice. Um, it's not obviously where either of us went, but uh, uh, a, a good one nonetheless. Yes, and maybe this kind of signals to me they want to win now um, because they add some experience. Now we move on to the New Jersey Devils where they the Kraken selected another um, young player that is a 23-year-old forward, Nathan Bastian, who I had selected um, as Bastian played well for uh, the Devils. How do you feel about his performance, his pos- his future performance for the Kraken? Yeah, so Bastian is a guy that I'm not surprised was taken also, but isn't somebody I thought was going to be uh, added to this team. I thought they were going to go defense from uh, – the Devils, and obviously they went for our winger slash center. So uh, they uh, thought other defensemen were better and thought that Bastion was better than the guy I had them taking, which was Colin White. Now we move over to New York where the Islanders lost Jordan Eberle. You and I did not expect them to select Eberle, the 31-year-old forward, but he is a great offensive player, and he has a career – 241 goals, 551 points in 779 games. And he was also a big part of the Island Rangers Islanders um, last season and the year before. So add some more um, depth or add some more experience as he was part of the team that both went to uh, made it to the last four in the playoffs the past two years. Any more thoughts? Yeah, so Jordan Everly is definitely a guy that I think also proves your point from the, uh, the last couple of picks that they're trying to win now and not later. They're taking a guy who's in his 30s who already has a substantial deal in place, and they're hoping that he can bring his experience making it to the uh, the conference finals two years ago and the final four last year. And uh, hopefully, or at least they're hoping that his scoring in the playoffs and his ability to lead a team uh, will carry over to Seattle. Now we move on to New York Rangers, and they select 
Colin Blackwell, who is a person I had them selecting, and he is a good player for them, and he's a 28-year-old forward. How do you feel about this pick? Yeah, so again, this is where another guy I have I was close to uh, taking, but I thought that they were going to go a different route. Um, I had him go on Barkley Goodrow, obviously, and that was way too enticing of a choice for me to uh, consider Colin Blackwell as much as I could have. So uh, I would not be surprised if he makes their final roster and is a guy they hope for the future is a good uh, forward for them. Now we move on to the Ottawa Senators, and the Senators lose the 24-year-old goalie, Joey Dackard, and you and I did not have him being selected. How do you feel about this selection? Yeah, so Joey Decord is definitely a guy that uh, I did not think was going to go. I thought that there were other goalies available that it surprised me when I heard that they took him, but he does have a bright future, and I wouldn't be surprised if he plays some in the AHL this upcoming season behind Drieger and uh, Grubauer uh, to help set forward uh, the future of this team. Uh, the future is definitely Drieger and uh, Decord. Obviously, Grubauer's older, mid-30s, and they trade away Vanacek, so uh, they're obviously looking for this uh, pairing of Drieger and Decord to be their future. And hopefully Decord can uh, learn from uh, Grubauer and Drieger as they're great goalies and that he can just improve. But now we move on to the Philadelphia Flyers where they selected the 23-year-old forward Carson Twornski. Um, I had them selecting a forward, I'm pretty sure, but he was older. Um, so they stick to young players. Hopefully that can help them more in the future. How do you feel about this? Yeah, uh, I, again, did not have this pick, uh, and it wasn't really somebody I considered, uh, but I, I'm not against it too much. Uh, There's many people here that were possible being taken, and it doesn't surprise me that they went with somebody that wasn't mine. That's very true. Uh, won some, you lose some. And another one we lost was Brandon Tenev being selected from the Pittsburgh Penguins. And he was actually there to speak to the Seattle fans. But Tenev is a great player and definitely has some experience, I'm pretty sure, from the Stanley, the back-to-back Stanley Cup runs from the Penguins from a few years ago. So another reason it looks like they're going to try to be competitive. Any more thoughts? Yeah, so Brandon Tenev obviously has that horrendous picture of him uh, that was shown at, uh, during the uh, uh, the draft. And uh, hopefully his next uh, team photo won't look as bad. But uh, he's a great player, and uh, I definitely expect him to be one of the better players on this team. Now we go to the San Jose Sharks, and they lose Alexander True, the 24-year-old forward that plays center. And so – Another young player, how do you feel he impacts the Kraken? Yeah, so there, uh, I mean, we see many uh, uh, picks going to young players, and this is no different. Um, it's not really surprising to, uh, for me, at least, to take somebody like him, even though I got it wrong. So, uh, again, I mean, they're, they're, they know the importance of getting somebody that is young, and uh, that's what they're doing. They're saving cap and building for the future at the same time. Yes, they did quite a lot of that. They select a young guy, Vince Dunn, from the St. Louis Blues, who's a 24-year-old defenseman, but he's produced 20 points from the blue line. So he's young and has some potential, but he also was part of the campaign that in where 
the Blues beat your Boston Bruins in the Stanley Cup. Uh, so young and add some experience to another uh, lineup with some previous cup winners. How do you feel about this? Yeah, and I have a lot of respect for Vince Dunn. He uh, is a great player, and I expect him to be good for Seattle. Whether or not they trade him away, maybe, as they do have, like I mentioned before, a surplus of defensemen, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah, Vince Dunn, uh, again, I don't know who they go with. It's very hard to look at his team and think, how are they going to get six defensemen out of this when they have so many good young defensemen? Um, I don't think they keep Dunn. I think they trade him away for a pair of draft picks maybe a future prospect at the forward. Um, but that doesn't take anything away from Vince Dunn. He's a great player, and uh, I just don't think that he stays along with the team. Well, I think he stays, but you have some valid points, and I'm sure a lot of teams will be looking for defensemen, especially young ones like Vince Dunn. Now we move on to the Tampa Bay Lightning. You and I both had Ross Colton, but Tampa Bay gets help from Seattle. Um, by taking Yanni Gord, who had a much larger cap hit than Colton, and he is a good checking center and offers more experience. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so it surprised me a lot because Yanni Gord, we know, is going to have surgery soon and will be out for at least four months and won't be there for the start of the season. So I didn't really think that they were going to go that route. Um, But obviously they did, and it shocked me when I saw Gord instead of Colton there. Yeah, and Tampa Bay got a little respite from their cap troubles, but now they're back in it. Now we go to the Toronto Maple Leafs, where the Kraken selected 25-year-old forward Jared McCann, and he was acquired by the Leafs from the Penguins. So they probably did that so they wouldn't lose someone else, or they're pretty upset with Kraken for selecting him. How do do you uh, think about this? Yeah, I mean, it's another <laughs> – yeah, it's interesting. Did they uh, make this election because of spite or whatever? Um, I mean, we'll just have to see how his uh, career turns out with Seattle and whether or not they keep him for the long term. Yes, we will see. Now we move on to the next pick as we're getting close to the end. We go to the Vancouver Canucks, which is a pick I got correct, and that's Colin, the 22-year forward as I thought he was expendable. Um, I believe you and I both agreed on this, correct? Um, I no. initially sure. was thinking about Cole Lamb, but I went away from it, and I think I had – who did I have? I had Zach McEwen. That's right. So um, Cole Lamb was expendable after the trade um, for Dickinson from the Canucks. But how do you think Colin impacts this Kraken team? Yeah, so he was the youngest guy drafted. I don't know if you knew that. The youngest, uh, he's currently the youngest player on uh, uh, the Kraken, I believe, or close to it. Um, I'm 99.9% sure he's the youngest guy on the team. And uh, at least I saw that in an article somewhere. And he's definitely going to be a guy there for the future. I think he'll be a good bottom six forward uh, center for them for the future. And uh, I, I think he had some uh, good attributes about him. That was the main reason why they chose him. So it looks like Kale Flurry and Cole Lind are the youngest. I will look at their birthdays, but as just to double check, but now we go to Vita Vanacek, who I had selected from the Capitals, 25-year-old goalie who got traded back. Um, but I'll look up the birthdays to see who the youngest is. 
while you offer your thoughts. Yeah, so Vanacek, uh, again, I did not think he he is or will be as good as uh, Kakanen, but again, he can always prove me wrong. Um, he's definitely a guy that I see in the future being a, a great goaltender, and him being traded back for a second-round pick definitely helps uh, uh, Seattle in the future. Now we move on to – now I actually do have the update. Uh, shoot, I'm looking at the wrong flurry, brother. Uh, that's going to be difficult. Um Colin was born on October 16, 1998, while Kale Fleury was born on, uh, insert drum roll, he was born on November 1998. So, so a month. Uh, so, uh, so uh, uh, Kale is a month younger? I believe so. Very close. Yeah, very close. But still, those are the two youngest players. But now that leads us to our final pick, which you had correct. The Winnipeg Jets lost Mason Appleton, the 25-year-old forward. How do you feel about this? Yeah, this is another one of those obvious choices for me. I thought Mason Appleton uh, was one of the better players to be chosen from in the entire draft, especially for his cap hit. And uh, I love this pick. And I'm sure you love it because you got it right. Um, but now that concludes our episode. So probably the final expansion draft we'll be covering. That's why I think about that. And then just to hear your thoughts, how do you feel about ESPN not being able to add some excitement to it because most of them had been had already been leaked out? I see no issue with it. Um, I know some people wanted the drama of hearing it when it happened, but I feel like there was just equal uh, as the names rolled out. Oh, wow, he's really going there. Um, I know I didn't tune in for as long as maybe ESPN would have hoped, but again, it's it's not the end of the world. I was not able to watch it because I was doing other things, but I was like, hey, I'll just get notifications. Um, but now let's talk to you about a more exciting time especially for your Yankees, not sure about me. Um, we will be talking about the MLB trade predictions, our own predictions that have not happened yet. So hopefully we're earlier than we were with the NHL free agency. Make sure to check out our interviews. Make sure to check out our previous episodes as we talk about trades that already happened in our power rankings, which was our last episode. And then check out the Dallas Stars video coach, Kelly Forbes, who's 13 for 14 in his challenges quite a record so make sure to listen to that interview thank you for listening to outsiders opinions 